Hey guys, welcome to the Seven Figure Box Podcast. My name is Andrew Frezza, and today we're going to be talking about how to pay your coaches and specifically breaking down the four ninths model, which is very popular in our CrossFit industry. So uh, I want to talk about this topic because I know there's a lot of debate going on about how to pay your coaches. I know a lot of owners out there are kind of lost on this topic. I was just talking to an owner a couple days ago, and he's someone that already does pay his coaches four ninths and he was wondering if he should pay more. They're not doing a lot of personal training. He'd like to do a lot more, and he wants to incentivize his coaches to take on more personal training, to be able to grow the business and uh, make a career out of what they're doing. And I have a close relationship with Dr. Sean Pastuch. He's actually gonna be coming on to the show really soon to debate this topic and go into even more detail on it. But I wanted to address it right now because it was fresh in my mind and talk about maybe how you guys can think about it because I think with the four nines, it the answer for that is it depends. Um, and just to kind of break down what we're talking about with four nines is basically this is a model that was popularized by Two Brain Business, which is a, a mentoring group in our industry. And I actually have a lot of respect for those guys. I love Chris Cooper's new book, Founder Farmer, Tinker Thief. So I have nothing against them. I just have some thoughts on four nines that I don't think it's always as cut and dry as simply saying four nines and then just kind of going with it. I think a lot of situations, uh, it depends. In some situations, you may even want to pay less than four nines, um, whereas a lot of owners just always kind of, in, in my in my experience, seem to always err on the higher side, okay? So what four nines is, is basically it's a, a way to pay your staff. And uh, as Two Brain explains it in some of their articles, is you could think of it like a salary cap, okay? So for every dollar that comes in, 44% should go to your staff or no more than 44% should go to your staff. Uh, 22%, about two ninths, should go to like operating expenses. And then three ninths should go towards profit and owner's pay, okay? So for every $1,000 that comes in, you could pay up to $440 to a coach. $220 of that is going to go towards operating expenses and then you have $330 left for profit and owner's pay and investing in the growth of the business as well. Okay, so that's how it would kind of break down. And this model is typically applied to uh, auxiliary services mostly. Okay, you can apply it to group classes. A lot of gyms do apply it to group classes, but you're going to primarily see this model applied to things like personal training, one on one programming, uh, one on one nutrition coaching or uh, specialty classes, some of these auxiliary services that we're gonna add on when our most of our gyms, are, our bread and butter is those group classes. So the reason I think that it's not as simple as just slapping four ninths on every service that you offer is because different services have different level of risk, they have different level of investment by the business, different level of investment by the owner, and you have to factor that into how much you can pay out, okay? So um, if we talk about something like risk, like for us, starting a nutrition program is higher risk than you think, okay? For us, uh, we work with Healthy Steps Nutrition, and they actually work with Two Brain and recommend the four ninths model, but the investment to start up with them was a $1,600 training program. It's $249 a month in ongoing subscription service to work with HSN. Uh, we also purchase an in-body machine, which is five or $6,000. So, Yes, we want to pay our coaches well on that thing, but 
we got to look at what do we have invested in that thing? What is the risk that we're taking on to invest in the training of our staff, to invest in things like an in-body? And also too, if this service isn't a really good service and a really valuable service for the members, we could potentially turn people off to our gym who are all already raving fans of our gym because they signed up for this auxiliary service that they weren't happy with, okay? So you're taking on a lot of risk as a business owner to maybe add this additional revenue stream to add a career opportunity for your coach and you have to evaluate that into how much you can pay. Another thing to consider here is who is procuring that interest, right? So a lot of times with specialty programs like personal training, one-on-one -on -one programming, nutrition coaching, all of those people are already in your system. Those are already people that you had to take from the couch or from another gym or running on their own and you had to make them a loyal member of your gym, a raving fan of your gym. So a lot of that sales process is already done uh, ahead of time. You know, 50, 60, 70% of that sales process has already been done ahead of time because that person's already in your system. And you can't, you can't just not put a value on that. You have to put a value on that procuring of the interest, the marketing and sales dollars that goes into getting that person 80% of the way there. And even if a coach is the one doing the one-on-one -on -one consult or for us something like a movement assessment or a free nutrition consult, even if they're doing that and they're converting that person into this accessory program, you still have to think about what was, you know, how far along was this person in the sales and marketing process because of you already having them into your CrossFit community. Another thing that we've seen is that these auxiliary services don't just fill up by accident. And a lot of your coaches and staff that are really good at executing these services aren't necessarily the best at selling these services. And you're gonna have to have a hand in selling the services or at least creating a framework within your business that gets people more interested in it, okay? So an example of this is like, uh, there's a two prominent gyms that I know out there that pay a very high percentage for personal training, but their gyms don't do a lot of personal training, okay? So it's not simply saying, hey, we're paying four ninths or we're considering paying four ninths, but if we were to pay 70, 80, 90% now of our personal training revenue, then our coaches are gonna be so motivated and they're gonna sell so much more because we're paying them such a higher percentage. That's not true. We've seen that at our gym, we've seen that at other gyms. Um, specifically, I know Ben Bergeron pays, uh, I think 80% of his revenue brought in for personal training, they pay to the coach, and they do not do a lot of personal training. Jason Kalipa for a long time has always said, hey, I wanna make my profit on the group classes, we're gonna pay 100% of whatever comes in for out to the coach for personal training. And I know at their NC Fit Gyms, they haven't done a lot of personal training in the past, and now they're bringing that percentage down so they can actually help promote and sell personal training and build it into the business model, right? So if personal training, nutrition coaching, if these auxiliary services are not built into the business model and it's not built into the way that you communicate with athletes on a daily basis, then those things are not gonna sell. You might end up with a one-off client here and there, but your coaches are never gonna build that book of business until the support is there from the business. So it's something that you have to really weigh in in terms of how much you wanna pay is how much responsibility is gonna be on you and the business to evolve 
to create this side project or side uh, revenue stream. The thing that I love about Four Nights though is it starts to get owners to realize where their money is actually going when it hits their bank account. A lot of owners out there don't realize that when they get an extra thousand dollars of revenue, a lot of that money is already accounted for. That's really the biggest, biggest missing piece that I see with a lot of owners out there that don't understand the financial side. I know it was a mistake we made for several years and we can even fall back into those old patterns, but is when you get $1,000, if you sell a $1,000 personal training package, that $1,000 is not really yours to keep. And that's what I love about Four Nights is Four Nights is saying that of that $1,000, 22% is gone right off the bat to operating expenses. I mean, you look at something as simple as credit card fees. If you're paying a $1,000 charge on something like an Amex or one of these higher percentage fees, you're gonna pay upwards of 4% on that. So, you know, 40 bucks goes out the door like that, and that's 4% you can't afford to pay to a coach now because the business never saw that. Only $960 hit the bank account, even though $1,000 uh, was charged and we still have to factor in things like rent and air conditioning and equipment into those charges. You can think that those things are already paid for, but you have a physical space limit and especially with something like personal training, which is going to take up some of that space. If you're not accounting for some of those operating costs, then that's a huge mistake. And you, what you'll see is that if your personal training book does actually grow and you start to get five, 10, 15, 20 clients, you're gonna see those costs go up with it. It might not truly go up at a 22% rate, but they are gonna increase. So a lot of those things that you think about as fixed costs, as they're already paid for, are not, and they will increase as you get more clients. So you have to be knowing that just because you're seeing a big chunk of change come in, doesn't mean you're gonna see that on the back end. And then the other piece of that's profit, it's profit margin. So a lot of gyms just don't even think about profit margin or they don't think they're worthy of profit margin, honestly. And I think that's probably the biggest battle in our industry with owners from a mindset perspective is they don't think they're worthy of a profit margin. And a lot of people will look at a 33% profit margin and think that's like too much to ask for as a, a gym and a business owner. But you know, if you wanna create future opportunities for your staff, if you wanna create opportunities for yourself, if you just wanna be able to pay yourself enough that you can do this for years and decades at a time, you have to respect that 33% profit margin. Um, now, I have seen some data out there and talked to some people that are looking at the data to say that maybe 33% is a little bit high for our industry. Um, it might We might not be able to expect that high of a profit margin, and that's where we can start to maybe argue that four ninths model, but I still think we wanna be in the ballpark of that number and we need to build in a profit margin. We don't wanna martyr ourselves uh, for our members and not even for our staff either to the point that um, everybody wins but us, okay? So it's definitely something to consider that every dollar that comes in, a lot of that money is already accounted for before you even get a chance to pay your coach. The biggest thing that jumps out to me when I really start to break down four nines is that a lot of gyms are just simply not charging enough for these auxiliary services. Um, I know with something like, take let's take nutrition coaching as an example. Uh, a lot of gyms will look at their client and they'll say, well, this client's already paying $150 to $200 a month. We wanna add this nutrition service. I think it's realistic for them to pay another $75 for this. I know gyms charge even less than that, 
but I think that's a number that a lot of gyms like feel comfortable charging is like this person's already paying a lot of money. I could see them paying an additional $75 on top of that. But when you run that, that number through the four ninths model, it, it really doesn't work out well for the coach or for the gym owner. When that number is that low, it makes it really hard to create a sustainable nutrition program at that amount. Um, if we talk about the 33% profit margin, that's $25 on 75. If you talk about the 44%, that's like $30, 30 something on 75. So think about what's realistic for your nutrition coach to handle, okay? So let's assume that a nutrition coach could realistically handle 20 to 30 people on top of their group classes, okay? Let's call that 25. So if you have 25 people that you're coaching, and as a coach, you're only making 30 something dollars on that, well, that's an extra, you know, that's an extra $700 a month, but that's almost a full-time job. I mean, to do one-on-one -on -one nutrition coaching for 25 people, even if you take out the group classes, that alone is gonna be a lot of work for that person, and it's not gonna be a lot of money in return. And if you look at the business side of this, that business is only gonna profit $25, okay? So when I talked about our initial example of us, us starting with HSN, you know, we had $1,600 of onboarding and training. We have a $249 monthly nut, a monthly recurring subscription that we have to cover. We have the in-body at five to $6,000. If we're only bringing in $25 of profit, we've taken almost $10,000 of risk for $25 of profit and return per client. It's gonna take a lot of clients over a lot of months just to even break even on that number, let alone turn a profit. So you're taking on a lot of risk as a business owner to cover that. And a lot of gym owners just take the, the, the simple math route, which is like, oh, okay, it's a 249 monthly subscription for HSN. I'm charging $75 a month for this. So as long as I get four clients, I break even. And that's not true because we have those costs that need to go to the coach. We have those costs that need to go to operating expenses. We have those fees built in and then we want to make some profit on top of that. Um, so we want to just make sure that we're entering a battle as a business that even if we succeed, we actually win. You know, the worst thing that can happen is you start to add these auxiliary services to your gym that they become successful. They become booked up. You know, your coach's time is completely full and neither one of you guys are winning. You know, the coach doesn't feel like they're being paid enough. The gym's not making any profit. And a lot of that just comes down to making sure that you're charging enough. So what I really love about the four nights model is just take it to apply it to what you think you may want to charge for this new service and start to break it down. If you end up wanting to pay a higher percentage than that, by all means do it. But it's a great way to think about every dollar being broken down and accounted for um, before you get too far into just thinking about adding revenue blindly to your gym. So I've been sharing some specific examples with you, but I've been very vague on in terms of where do we stand on this? What do I think that you guys should pay your coaches? Where do I think that percentage should fall? And if I were to have to nail it down, I would say that most gyms should be paying between 50 to 60% on their auxiliary services, okay? That seems to be the sweet spot where when I look at what we can, what we can charge our clients, what our coaches may want to make for the hours that they're putting in, that's a sweet spot where I think that the coach wins and the gym owner still has enough space where the business and the gym owner can win as well. 
And one of the ways that I would encourage you to do this, so like in the case of the gym owner that I talked to the other day, he's at four ninths right now. And I encourage him that either he should take a very small increase or what he should do is add an incentive on top. So if he wants to incentivize his coach or give his coaches the ability to make a career out of what they're doing by building a book of business, then just reward the ones who are already taking those steps to building that book of business, okay? So if you're at four nines, maybe you have five and 10% increases based on how much that coach generates in revenue, whether that be for a pay period or a month or a quarter, and then you can pay bonuses based on that. So we pay bi-weekly. It would be very easy for us, although we do monthly, but it would be very easy to just say, okay, if you charge more than $500 in personal training in this bi-weekly pay period, you're gonna get a 10% bonus on that number. And that's a great way to incentivize coaches, show them that there is this path to making a career by combining these auxiliary services, but then also protecting your profit margin as the gym owner. Because again, I think that's a huge mistake that gym owners make is they're putting everyone first except for themselves. And it's really important that for every dollar you you have coming in, you have some already being segmented away for the gym owner and for the long-term success of the business. So we're gonna dive even deeper into this topic when I get Dr. Sean Pastuch on the podcast here soon, but I wanted to just give you guys some things to start with and some things to think about as you guys are thinking about how you wanna pay your coaches and how you wanna maybe add some auxiliary services to your gym, okay? Thank you guys for watching this video. If you can subscribe, I would highly appreciate it. If you enjoyed the video, please hit the like button and that helps me reach even more people out there and have a great day, guys. Hey guys, it's Andrew again. I just wanted to remind you that if you haven't yet downloaded our staff playbook that we released last week, if you're in the process of creating your own staff playbook or you haven't even considered it yet, um, or you just need to update your existing one, I would highly recommend downloading our staff playbook that we just released for free last week. It's an 80 plus page blueprint of how we run CrossFit Palm Beach from A to Z. So go ahead to sevenfigurebox.com slash staff playbook to download your copy today.